What is up? What is up, everybody? And welcome to Rondell's Unpopular Opinion Podcast. Thank you if you were tuned in through Anchor, if you were tuned in through Apple, if you were tuned in through Spotify. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. And shout out to you because this is the second consecutive podcast that I have done ever. Because this has been done February 31st. (laughs) Okay. I never upload podcasts back to back ever. And not, not on, uh, on these platforms I have done so on YouTube, but not here. So shout out to you for getting the street. Okay. <laughs> well, like I always say, you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you make sure that you give this podcast five stars. If you were listening through Apple and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about this podcast now. We're going to talk about it in my New York accent, all right? Not T-A-L-K, but T-W-A-L-K, all right? We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about this because, you know, the media ain't talking about it enough. (laughs) But I ain't forget. Now, I got some questions, right? Before I get into my real question, right? Um, Or rather, the answer to my question, because I know a lot of people have um, the same question I had. We're going to get into to the Jeffrey Epstein case. I know a lot of you have probably already seen the documentary on Netflix. I know some of you have probably heard, um, not heard, but watch the ID channel um, on cable. They had a documentary on Jeffrey Epstein, right? Um, I believe it ran, it may have ran for a few days, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure, but I did hear from a family member that he did have one on id i personally watched the netflix documentary and i'm gonna tell you guys i believe that it left a lot out It, it definitely left a lot out and i just didn't understand for the life of me how they had alan dershowitz okay i'm gonna i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give an example when the surviving r kelly documentary came out right I believe part one, when part one came out, all the vi- the victims and the alleged victims, and I use that term loosely, all right, because I believe that a lot of the women just really honestly either put themselves in that situation, knowing what it was and knowing what time it was before even looking at the clock. And a lot of parents basically sold their kids to R. Kelly, right? And in the documentary, you have Charlemagne the God in there giving his two cents on this entire situation and it's like bro you are the last person that should be talking on any type of me too movement um you know films (laughs) or or you know any work any documentary type work involving me too behavior you are the last man that should the last black man that should be speaking for anybody due to the accusations against you and the whole situation with Jessica Reed and for your statements on the brilliant idiots podcast of how you have taken advantage of women too. Okay. So he had no right to be on there trying to advocate for anything, right. Or even speaking 
The same goes with Alan Dershowitz, right? Harvard law professor, Jeffrey Epstein's former attorney, and the attorney for uh, Mike Tyson and many other celebrities. I don't understand why Alan Dershowitz was speaking of, of, of Jeffrey. Like, honestly, he could have stayed far, far away from this documentary. And the reason why I say that is because Virginia Giuffray, one of the victims of Jeffrey Epstein, and a few other women who accused Jeffrey Epstein stated that Alan Dershowitz was definitely in the mix too. You know, at these rituals that were taking place on the island. So I don't know how or why he decided that he was going to give his two cents with his dirty ass, nasty, decrepit ass teeth, aging like banana, having ass. Okay. You can tell a lot from somebody's lifestyle about somebody's lifestyle based on the way they teeth look. And I'm not talking about if they're crowded, if, um, you know, they're not the straightest. I'm not talking about overbites. I'm not talking about none of that. I'm talking about the color, the, the demineralization of them. You could tell the type of lifestyle somebody live by their mouth. Okay. And I could tell by looking at Alan Dershowitz's mouth that he a nasty motherfucker. Excuse my French for all the Christians that's listening to this. I, I love Jesus too, but I curse a lot. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I don't understand how Bill Gates was left out of that documentary. I don't understand how um, Alan Dershowitz was talking on there like it wasn't nothing. And they're going to just say, oh, that Virginia's lying. Okay, whatever, right? But... I don't understand how Prince Andrew was shifted into the limelight to be the poster boy for this entire sex trafficking ring, right? I don't know whether or not they sat up in their lodge and they literally uh, played spin the bottle on who was going to be... <laughs> who was going to be the poster boy of this and the bottle landed on Prince Andrew. I, I honestly, I don't know. I really don't. But it just shocks me because there's so many other people who were down with this. And for some reason, the spotlight just turned to Prince Andrew, right? Everybody's talking about Prince Andrew. Prince Andrew went and uh, did an interview with the BBC and that shit was horrible. Okay. The reporter fed through and went through all of his lies and tore him down. Okay tore them down. So now that was a few months ago. It's, it's still showing that Prince Andrew was still the poster boy of this behavior. Newsweek.com has released an article. All right. And this was written yesterday, published yesterday, 611. Today is June 12th. All right. By Jack Royston states that Prince Andrew's witness testimony could spark extradition and quote unquote rip open the abyss for the minarchy a biography claims all right so you heard me correctly prince andrew's witness testimony not suspect witness so it seems as though they're going to bring him in as a witness because if i'm not mistaken according to british media 
Prince Andrew is trying to make it seem as though and paint himself as someone who was cooperating with this investigation and that Jeffrey is still the suspect and he is a witness, but we already know what time it is, right? We, we already know um, that there's over amounting amounts of evidence on Prince Andrew and that he has no credibility. But the article goes on to state that Prince Andrew's witness testimony on Jeffrey Epstein could lead to uh, charges and rip open the abyss for the minarchy, a new biography claims. Royal author Nigel Carthrone warns in an upcoming book, Prince Andrew, Epstein and the Palace. I need that. Oh, I'm definitely going to read that, y'all. When that come out? <laughs> How the FBI may not stop at a witness testimony. Of course they're not. Of course. They're going to use him as a witness so he can go and he can snitch on everybody. They want him to turn into an informant. But anyway, the United States Department of Justice wants to force the Duke of York to give an interview under oath. Uh-oh. But it's currently treating him as a witness and not a suspect. Doesn't matter because if that bitch lies under oath, that means you're guilty of perjury. And if they can't get you for the crime, the sex crime, they definitely won't get you on any perjury. But anyway... Um, that could change the assessment based on his answers to questions if they are able to force him to take the stand <laughs> at a court in Britain. Oh man. Carthrone writes, being subpoenaed as a witness may, however, be the least of the Duke's worries. John Schiller, a lawyer representing Virginia Dufresne, warrant that Andrew would be the target of an FBI invest of an FBI investigation and not just a witness because he is accused of participating in a sex trafficking ring. If the federal prosecutors could show reasonable suspicion that Prince Andrew could face extradition to the United States to face federal charges. If this ever came to pass, it will rip open the abyss for the minarchy. Oh man. Oh man. That may, that may, um, make Queen Elizabeth kick the can finally, right? The Prince this week accused Jeffrey Berman, U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York of treating him by quote unquote lower standards than an ordinary citizen. Berman responded by accusing Andrew of trying to falsely portray himself as an eager and willing participant to cooperate with the investigation. And I believe that to be wholeheartedly fact. Epstein's victim, Virginia Dufresne, claims that the Duke had sex with her three times while she was 17 years old and a trafficking victim. All right. And Virginia's attorney states, um, well, not her direct attorney, but an attorney for Epstein's victims, right? Told the BBC, I think that Prince Andrew at this point has very little credibility. And I have lots of suspicions about what he is saying through his representatives. I don't have the same suspicion about the U.S. attorney for the District of New York, Jeffrey Beerman. Uh, I think he is sincere that he wants to be able to interview and ask questions of Andrew. And this has been dragging on. She tells no lies. 
she tells no lies. Now, Andrew strongly denies sleeping with Jufre and insists that he did nothing wrong. He said that in his BBC interview and the reporter looked like I wasn't born last night. I was born at night, bitch. That's the look that she gave him. Go back and watch that BBC interview if you haven't. A Prince Andrew that came out like around Thanksgiving of like 2019. Um, he did very horrible pleading his case. Um, Andrew's legal team released a statement this week and said, importantly, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, advised us that the Duke is not and has not ever been a target of their criminal investigations into Epstein and that they sought that they sought his confidential voluntary cooperation in the course of these discussions we asked the doj to confirm that our cooperation in any interview arrangements would remain confidential in accordance to the ordinary rules that apply to the voluntary cooperation with the doj let me tell y'all something okay prince andrew if it's one thing that virginia jufre was right about that he has a tendency to sweat. <laughs> he has a tendency to sweat like a pig. And I believe her because in that BBC interview that came out in November of 2019, Prince Andrew looked like he was shitting in his fucking drawers. All right. He looked very nervous, very scared. He was very careful of his answers. And I'm telling you now, it doesn't matter if he goes in as a witness or as a suspect, okay? The plan is to get him comfortable to snitch. And he's definitely going to do that. He's definitely going to bend. He's definitely going to fold. Um, we know due to all the evidence that you were not a witness. We know that you are a participant in a sex ring. And they know that you are going to lie under oath. They know that. They know you're going to lie under oath. And if they can't get you on the sex trafficking ring, they can definitely see about getting you for perjury. And, and that's just it. But y'all already know how I feel about this. Um, I've been talking about sex trafficking rings. And this is a, a, this is a rabbit hole that goes very, very deep. All right. And the people who are tied to this who are really tied to this would shock you. Okay. Because it's not just Prince Andrew. It's not just Bill Gates. It's not just Bill Clinton. Okay. This was an international sex trafficking ring. All right. Um, and, and it, it goes very deep. I feel as though the, the, the best thing for Jeffrey Epstein to do um, in his, in his, uh, case uh, for, for him was to quote unquote commit suicide, right? Because a lot of people don't even feel like Jeffrey Epstein is really dead, but Jeffrey Epstein going to trial a second time this time would have definitely shook the tree and too many imperative and prestigious people and prominent people would have fell out of that tree. Okay, so please understand that Jeffrey Epstein was better off dead. Now, for some reason, I do feel as though Jeffrey Epstein really is dead. I believe that he is. 
I believe that somebody up at Echelon probably paid to get him off. Okay. But the fact that the cameras just automatically just stopped working. Um, the person who did his autopsy is, you know, a little sus, you know, um, but I do believe that Jeffrey Epstein was taken out and he was taken out because you have to basically, uh, sacrifice a few to save the all, if that kind of makes sense. But here's, here's a question that I have, right? And <laughs> I know all I had, and I know a lot of people had this question too. And the question that people had was, where the hell is Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's ex-girlfriend who trafficked most of these victims? Where is she at? Okay, so here's the thing, y'all, right? A lot of y'all probably aren't aware, but if you follow me on Instagram, I did speak about Glenn Maxwell resurfacing after everything went down with Jeffrey Epstein, right? So if many of you guys don't know, Glenn Maxwell attempted to sue Jeffrey Epstein's estate for $600 million, if I'm not mistaken, all right? A lot of money. Now, the reason why she stated that she was suing Jeffrey Epstein estate was because according to her, she and Jeffrey Epstein had an agreement that if shit got thick and if shit went down, that Jeffrey Epstein was to support her monetarily. Okay. Clearly shit went down and it went down so bad or to the extent that the DOJ, the FBI moved in, Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and met his demise, allegedly, right? Now, she basically wants to sue the estate to make good on the promise that Jeffrey made to her to always financially support her. <laughs> you can't make this shit up with these Karens, y'all. Now, here's the thing. In order to file a lawsuit, right? You have to have some type of human contact, right? Um, with your attorneys through the courts. So she has fell out of the public spotlight, right? Nobody has seen her cause they know if she's seen that the feds are going to want her ass. But if you could find an iPhone, if you can track ships in space you mean to tell me you can't find Ghislaine Maxwell I mean I'm not buying that but here's an inkling of where she would be right so <clears throat> according to the Daily Beast right they uploaded an article back in March when this happened with the lawsuit right and said that Epstein's alleged madam Ghislaine Maxwell sues the estate right? But the question is, where is she? All right. This article alleges that Ghislaine Maxwell could be in the U S Virgin islands. This was as of March. Okay. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but like I said, it alleges that Jelaine, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell 
was suing Jeffrey Epstein's estate for $600 million um, for attorney fees, security fees, <laughs> claiming in a new complaint that the perverted finance uh, financier promised to support her financially. Um, like I was telling you guys, um, they said that, you know, Maxwell receives threats to her life and safety as she should, as she fucking should, as she should, which are required to hire personal security services and find quote unquote safe accommodations. I'm wondering who's giving her these accommodations, right? And this was filed on March the 12th in the Supreme Court in the U.S. Virgin Islands. <sighs> Here's the thing, right? If, if Ghislaine is still, if Ghislaine is in the Virgin Islands, okay, the local government within the Virgin Islands should be ashamed of themselves because... They know that she ended up there, right? I'm pretty sure she had to basically come off that plane and it had to be known or documented in some way that she flew in, right? Just like how these girls were trafficked from the United States, from France, from all over the world, ended up going through on that plane and the victims even tell you in the Epstein documentary on Netflix that the local, um, that the people at the airport, the people in local government, they knew what was going on there, right? They knew what was going on there, but they did nothing. They did nothing. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that they were financially compensated for keeping these dirty little secrets of the elite, but they need to also be held fully accountable if this is the case, which I believe it is, I believe it is. If Ghislaine is not in, uh, the Virgin islands or somewhere on a private Island in the Caribbean, because we all know that the globalists own the Caribbean, right? We know that, um, she's probably down there or most likely if she is not down there anymore after she filed these, uh, documents, She's most likely somewhere in, in Europe or in Asia. Okay. But she is in hiding. She's being kept under, um, protection of somebody of influence and money. All right. But last reported, she filed a lawsuit and it was filed in the courts of the U S Virgin islands. So we can document her last whereabouts in the Caribbean, which is not far-fetched, which makes her look even more guilty because that's exactly where the pedo Island is. It's in the Virgin islands, <laughs> you know, and it just makes the local government and the people who work for aviation there look even more suspect that they are allowing the foolery and the fuckery to take place. So this situation is far from over. All right. Um, Prince Andrew is officially the poster boy for this entire case. Okay. But in my opinion, I wholeheartedly believe that Prince Andrew, um, needs to be in jail. I believe that this case needs to not close. This case definitely needs to be pursued. 
I believe that the lawyers from uh, for Epstein's victims need to stay on this case. Don't let it get cold. Um, and Ghislaine Maxwell definitely needs to be um, served on a silver platter. Absolutely, absolutely. I would be more. I would be more content with Ghislaine Maxwell and Bill Clinton getting bought in before Prince Andrew. And that's not to kind of really dilute Prince Andrew's involvement in this case. I believe is though, when it comes to the amount of evidence in this case, a lot of evidence packs up and styles up, uh, stacks up, um, with the top three people, which is Ghislaine Maxwell, Bill Clinton. And, uh, if I had to go for number three, I would say Bill Gates most definite, but it's definitely time for these people to pay. I already done said that in my podcast from yesterday that, um, you know, it's, it's definitely time to pay and reap all of what you sow. All right. 2020, the year of 2020 vision that we are being, um, exposed to how people really get down in the government and the shadow government and what they really invest their time into, you know, and it, it's nothing of what we think, but, um, I will be keeping track of Prince Andrew's, uh, witness testimony. I will be on the lookout for this book, uh, written by Carl, uh, by, uh, Carthorne. I, I, Nigel Carthorne, I'm looking to read it. I'm looking to read it and I'll be more than happy to review it. Uh, more than happy to give my perspective on it. And, um, I'll talk about it also on my IGTV. Um, if you are not already, please follow me on, uh, Instagram. Here she is two underscores Rondell. I will leave the correct spelling to it in the description of this podcast. And I just want to thank all of you guys for tuning in today. Be well, take care of yourself, take care of the family. I love y'all and y'all have a good weekend. Peace.